If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Sloan. I'm 15 years old, and I love the NBA. Today, we have a very cool guest joining us. He's the man behind all the awesome NBA 2K video games that everyone loves to play. He's always hanging out with all the coolest influencers and playing in the gaming world, and today he's hanging out with me. How cool is that? We are talking to the one and only Ronnie2K. So, Ronnie, I'm 15 years old, and I'm in ninth grade. Okay. Yeah. But sometimes when you're in ninth grade or when you're 15, you can be in 10th grade. So both ways. But I need you to like think about Ronnie when he was 15. I was in 11th grade, actually. Wow. Look at you, little prodigy. I okay. I, I skipped a grade when I was in first grade. Oh, wow. So, so me, me at 15. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, this is going to be very hard to believe. I'd okay. say at 13, I was the shortest kid in my class. So I was like, wow. okay. I was four foot, like eight. Um, and then I had a 10-inch growth spurt in ninth grade. 10 inches. Yeah. And then another, like, 8 inches in 11th grade. And then I had another one in college. Oh, my. Did you, like— I mean, I, I had to grow two, the two feet that I—to make 6'6 six, six now. Yeah. <laughs> You're 6'6"? Six, six? Yeah. I'm like 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. Mm, I'm yeah. feeling skeptical about this. I think you were listed uh, I mean, at 6'2". Let's see of, if this is real. Get mm. out of, uh, Fact checkers. Stack. I don't know. I may have to—yeah. I'm only 5'4", which is okay. Like, I don't think I need—it's fine. I'm not, like, going to pursue a career in that. It's, ru- it's relative. So I think it's fine. My, yeah. my wife is 4'11". Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, That's crazy. There's that. Yeah, exactly. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. We all grow at our own pace. <laughs> That's right. She's still waiting for her growth. Yeah, time. exactly. So because you were 4'8", but then 6'2", and then yeah. maybe apparently 6'6", six, six, um, <laughs> <laughs> did you play basketball? What was that like for Yeah, you? so I picked up basketball late. I picked it up in sixth grade, um, and I really fell in love with the game to the point where I was playing like four hours a day, like any game that I could find. Um, and then in high school, I was a late bloomer. And I think a lot of it had to do with every time I shot, the 
basket got closer because I was growing. Yeah. You know? Like, so I, I've, my game kind of evolved a lot, like late high school and early college. Mm -hmm. Um, and then early college, like my second year, I tore my MCL. So I, I, I never played again after that, like on a collegiate level. Mm -hmm. Um, but up until that point, like I had a good, like two, three year window where I was playing high school and college at a high level. Um, but, uh, yeah, like I, <laughs> I sucked in, uh, ninth, 10th grade, e even before that. But I think my thing, which is kind of like funny because my career was the same way. Like I had to like work and work and work and work, um, to be a really good player. It worked out, I guess. Yeah. Did you play AAU or? No, I played a uh, CYO in middle school. Um, again, wasn't as good as the AAU kids. And then, and then, yeah, then I played in high school and then I played at UC San Diego. And you grew up a Warriors fan or you grew up in Northern California? I grew up so. in Northern California, but like I, I was definitely a 49ers fan and a San Francisco Giants fan. But with the with basketball, for whatever reason, I never connected with a team. It just mm. never happened. And I still actually am not connected to a team. Yeah. I always followed like certain players that I really like. So my early days was Michael Jordan. I know you're 15. I hope you know. I'm familiar with Michael Jordan. Thank you. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sha Shaquille, Shaquille O'Neal. Also familiar. Yes. And then and then Kevin Durant most recently. So like wherever KD goes, that's that's the team that I kind of like root for. And were you a gamer? Like, did you like video games? I was or? a big gamer, though. I uh, My era when I was 15, Nintendo 64, I still can go back and destroy anyone in most of those games. Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, like, I literally, I, I put this out there because I feel like if I could have played those games competitively, I was really that good. But I was a huge uh, fan of Zelda, so I'm excited for next month's uh, Tears of the Kingdom release. Uh, and so, like, I, I maintain being a gamer, uh, but for a long time, it was Nintendo products. Uh, and then early Xbox, like Halo and, you know, okay. those games. And That's when I got to play a lot. Just like high school, college, you play, you, you know, you get a lot of time yeah. to play. Have you gone to um, Mario Kart World at Universal? I'm going on Friday. Seriously, I'm can you take I'm me with so you. I excited. really want to go. I really want to go. I have it's to so ask cool. the wife. It's our six month wife. Uh, yeah, I want to yeah. go. What's her name? <laughs> her name's Cece. Cece, bring me. I, yeah. I really want to go. I'll, uh, I'll it can ask be a her. trial. I'll be your little kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> sounds um, great. You can put me in the stroller. It'll be fun. <laughs> I really want to try, like, they have these, like, bread bowl thingies. Really? And you can, like, I don't know how it has what to do with Mario Kart. What else do you know Mario about this place? That's I, literally like, the only thing I know. Okay. Like, I don't even know what the ride is. I was is. hoping I just, they like, had, like, the, the Japan experience where you could drive around the streets that and place play is Mario so sick. Kart. I doubt they yeah. have this. Like, Universal Studios, that's a small area. I, I bet you they do it eventually. Like, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You should do that. I'm definitely excited. 2K World? Like, an amusement park? Yeah. Sick. I yes. can help you um, start that if you'd like. Can't It'd be wait. really helpful. For I'm excited. Brain. Yes, we're, thank you. we're brainstorming. Great. I'm glad. If 15 year old you saw yourself now, what would the reaction be? Because you've had a career path that is filled with many surprises. So, yeah. how is that? What would um, that look like? Definitely shocked. Uh, the fact that, like, to do this thing in sports and gaming, two things that I really loved when I was 15 is pretty exciting. Maybe I would have been like, oh yeah, of course, because like everybody at 15 is like, oh yeah, I'm going to do whatever I, I want to do. Um, but no, that wasn't the goal. You know, like I had a lot of pressure, you know, as an Indian, uh, first generation kid, yeah. um, you know, my, my parents put a lot of pressure on me to go to postgraduate school. I was the first one in my family to go to college. Um, and, uh, so like it was computer science or it was being a doctor or it was being something like that. I settled on law uh, after a little while and thank God I didn't do that because that would have been terrible. 
What type of law? Uh, I really wanted to be a sports agent. Um, okay. So staying in the sports thing, but like I was inspired by Jerry Maguire. You know what that is? I do. Uh, Ronnie, I'm, <laughs> I'm an just NBA podcast. I'm going to keep okay, doing okay, I'm, I'm not just an gonna, idiot. I'm going to keep messing with you. <laughs> yes. But um, so you've been working with 2K since 2010, right? Or no. like since then? No, uh, 2008. 2008. Okay. I was sorry. I'm sorry. I was no, I a know, baby I there. So at that time, so I'm sorry. My no, that was wasn't that the year you were born? I was born in 2007, but okay. September. So like I was like <laughs> That's barely. <crazy. laughs> yeah, it's sometimes I tell players I'm like yeah no, the year you were drafted I was not alive. I, so my career can almost drive. That's crazy. Yes. Speaking of that, I got my permit. Oh, I had my first driving lesson last week. I didn't hit anything, so that was. Big. You have plenty of time to do that, so. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. I will. I don't <laughs> think it's going to come. I I feel very bad for Los Angeles County when, yeah. when I when I start to drive. Hide your, hide your everyone's, hide your kids. Yes, exactly. Got it. I'm scared. But um, which cover since 2008 has been your favorite? Um, I mean, can I most connected obviously with 2K11 because like that was the first time we put Michael Jordan on the cover and like obviously he was my my idol growing up. And so that was really exciting. I'd say like the best, like aesthetically was either the 2K20 cover with Dwayne Wade where, you know, that, that like kind of these colors, like the Miami, Miami yes, colors okay. or the year before with LeBron with the black and gold with the, the words. I like him very like words on covers to tell stories. Like uh, I'm really connected with, with those two for those examples. There was Easter eggs in both of them. Like I think we did a yeah. really good job in, in those. Recently, we've gotten back into like kind of like the iconic hero shots, which are great. But like as a marketer, as a storyteller, like I was connected with those a little bit more. So I feel like we talked about how you're like pretty smart. It's impressive. Law school. Cool, cool. But here's my my question for you. Okay. So there's 30 teams in the NBA and each team plays 82 games. Yep. Do you know how many total games there are in a are you're season? You're trying to trick me. Of course I am. Well, so. This is, the, this takes, is your math It test. takes two teams to play. Yes, it takes so two that means to play. 82 divided by 2 is 41 times 30 is 1230. Is that right? Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, you you must have known that. I'm right? a, I got an 800 on my math SAT. Do they do SAT stuff? Yes, so I'm just going to keep doing this. Wow, that keep was crazy. Wait, no, no, no. Like when I wrote that question, I was like, this is going to be so fun. I'm going to stop him. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow, look at you. Okay. I mean, can I hire you to be my um, honor sure. geometry yes. tutor? And you heard that honor. I, I, yeah, I, I could, I, I was like, Really, really good at algebra. But oh, you've okay. already done algebra. But no, you but have probably algebra I have too, right? Honors algebra too. Yeah. I'm scared. I do it. Like I'm I'm questioning it. Yeah. So I had younger brothers, so like I know and then you have calculus after that. Yes. Scared. I sucked at calculus. So I'm not work. a math person, but yeah. now that with my new yeah. tutor, I'm so I excited I for you. let's see how this no goes. No problem. But on to the one thousand two hundred and thirty games. Yep. To give ratings out to every single MBA player, that's a pretty impressive thing to do. How many of those games do you think you watch? Uh, well, we have a team that does the writing stuff, uh, beyond me, but I, I'd say, I'd say that I probably watch, um, right around maybe like a hundred games a year. I watch a lot. Okay. Um, I used to watch a lot more when, you know, like uh, there's a lot of distractions these days between getting married and everything else, but, um, uh, and coming on the amazing podcast, great podcasts like this one. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So like probably a hundred and I'd probably go to like maybe 25, 30 games a year, okay. all over the, uh, yeah. in every market. Well, this year I've been to Madison Square Garden. I've been to Phoenix. I've been to Sacramento. I've obviously been to Chase Center. I've been to Staples for both teams. Crypto. So, 
Uh, crypto. Sorry, I'm Not never. Okay. I'm never gonna do it. Yeah, That's it fine. feels so unnatural. I'm never. I'm never gonna call it crypto. It doesn't. Work I, for for me. a long time, I did the same thing. Like candlestick turned into three com. Mm-hmm. Like what? What is that? I don't know what three com is. That's but candlestick at the same. Candles, time. No, That's candlestick was like an iconic name, but it's yeah. Again, before your time. Yeah, no, I miss the, the, the Niners. Won, the Niners won five Super Bowls when it was called candlestick. Big time. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for that. That doesn't seem like it's going in a good direction then for like the new stadium, does it? Yeah, they like have the team. That, yeah, I don't like the new stadium. Mm-hmm. Or just what about the team? The team's great. The team should have won the Super Bowl two out of the last three years and blew it. But I think they'll win this year. That's positive. That's yeah. not what I've been hearing from others, <laughs> but let's see how that goes. So can you explain to the listeners, you know, like the process behind your team in choosing the rating for each player? Yeah. So there's like 30 plus mini attributes, everything from like the tangible things like shooting percentage and all of that to like the, the kind of like, you know, IQ things, like the mental aspect of the game, health, stamina. Like it's a variety of things that kind of like put together in a formula and spit out a number. There's no subject subjectivity. It's all based on like what you do on the court will translate to what your rating is in the game. Obviously, over the years, that's kind of changed. Like I'd say two, there's two huge changes, right? The game itself has changed. Like when I watched when I was younger, when I was 15, um, obviously it was a much more two-point game, a lot of stuff in the paint. Like a lot of the great players were like post players. That's obviously changed, you know, with Steph Curry and Dame and everybody else. Um and so that's been an evolution. But the, I'd say the other evolution is the way our game has changed. So, like, my first few years at 2K, we didn't have any legends in the game. And then yeah. all of a sudden we added every, you know, almost every legend in the game uh, from the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and aughts, right? And so, like, we had to co- all of a sudden compare all of these players against each other. Um, so that, like, just kind of stretched it out. There aren't any current 99s, right? Like, the only 99 in the game is... 95, 96, Michael Jordan. Um, and so, like, everybody kind of follows and trails behind that. So yeah. that's that kind of, like, changed things for us. But, yeah, a lot goes into it. And it's really funny because, like, these players care so much. They get so mad at me. They get so mad in general. Um, but the great the great thing about it is it's something that they control, right? Like, you want yeah, a better rating? Yeah, to them. Mm-hmm. Go ball out. Go do your thing. Um, but it's, it's amazing. Obviously, it's a great marketing vehicle for us and— Gets a lot of people talking. Oh, for sure. It's exciting. So I I like to ask players, you know, what was your welcome to the league moment? But for you, sort of, what do you think your I made it moment was? Like, when did you just sit down and you were like, this is just sick? Um, I mean, there's been a lot of moments that have been, like, just things that I never imagined doing, obviously playing celebrity games and and doing that. But I'd say the one that, like, stands out to me, because it was, like, early... um, in like the thing, like I had a, had a couple moments, but like I had maybe like 25, 30,000 Twitter followers at the time. And, uh, <laughs> um, there was a Sunday game. I think it was NBA 2K 14. Hassan Whiteside had got a triple double. I can't believe he's been playing that long. That's crazy. Now yeah. to think about it. Anyway. Um, he, uh, he got a triple double, uh, with blocks. No, okay. not, not assists, yeah. points, rebounds, blocks. And, uh, it was a nationally televised game and they asked him like, Hey, why'd you play so well? And he's like, Oh, I got my, I was just trying to get my 2k rating up wow. on national TV. And like for us, like now that happens all the time. But like at that moment, it was like a really kind of wow. Like yeah. why this guy played well. Cause he was worried about his 2k rating. Um, the next day he went on Mike and Mike and uh, they're like, who 
are famous people so that reached out to you because we saw Rihanna reach out to you. We saw yada yada yada. The list went left and right. And he's like, and he said me, and my, you Mike and, and my, in the same conversation. Yeah, I, I was like, <laughs> Mike and Mike were like, like they went silent because I don't think <laughs> at the time they yeah. knew who I, who I was. Um, but obviously, for him to you know like react that way that that's just kind of a one memorable moment there's been no but that's amazing many over the course of you know the past 15 years but that was that one was pretty funny that is pretty cool so i know you talked about um how you don't necessarily have a team mm -hmm. that you specifically love and how you're more of like a player guy but if i was in your shoes i think i would have a really hard time separating you know being a fan and loving all of these guys from totally. actually trying to put out these real legit ratings how do you separate those yeah i things? think that that's the bias that you can't have right like you can't be a polarizing figure and like lean towards one team you just have to be a professional and i think that's why it's worked you know like i don't really have uh affiliations with teams and even where you know we're, people know who I'm friends with in the league and like they, I wouldn't say that they've gotten any preferential treatment if anything yeah. it's been harder for them um so to be a professional of course we're all fans of course we love what we do but we need to maintain some sort of like professionalism to like you know not yeah. be kind of swept up by the system as a podcaster I'm sure you deal with the same thing I mean, I, I, I'm not afraid to talk about my Warriors fandom, but, you know, I try to keep it a little I bit on the you. down low when I'm talking to Cavs yeah. or guys like that. Do so, you think they're going to win the championship, by the way? I think I think Andrew coming back is going to be really helpful. Um, I think Gary Payton II being back is a huge win. And I just think, I think they'll get out of the West. And I just think that the West— Wow. Really? You know, this is a hot take. Great. It's not a hot take. Actually, a lot of people well, are saying that a lot of people feel they, that way. I just yeah. think that— the West is sort of inexperienced, and I, I'm I'm sort of a, a little bit of a Nuggets hater in the yeah. way that I, I respect Jokic, I respect Jamal Murray, but I, I feel sort of that they just don't have enough experience. They yeah. just haven't been there enough times, sort of same with the Grizzlies. You know, yep. I mean, the Kings definitely don't have enough experience, and the Suns have barely played together. So, I mean, then I, you look at it, and it's like that the Warriors are, are the Clippers. Top, those are the top four, yeah. And the Clippers don't have Paul George, so yeah. you're stuck with my voice. No, I, I, I think that's a good way of thinking of it. I, I would say that Phoenix, like, even though they they don't have as much depth, maybe, as the Warriors— they are a better defensive squad, and they're definitely a better offensive squad. So, like, that's that's wow, that's, that's that. yeah. I mean, for sure, like those four guys. Um, you know, I think I, I actually had the Warriors winning last year. I yeah. think their their defense is going to uh, be an issue this year. It's interesting. It will be interesting to see Andrew's impact on the defense for sure. Because, you know, we've and, and, seen and GP for oh, sure, both of for them for sure. But I mean, we've seen games where Andrew's been. You look at him, and you're like. That's a first-team all-defense guy. He's mm -hmm. just insane. And then there's games where he barely shows up, you know? So I think that that's—and Steph's—you know, Steph does this thing that I think people don't realize is that he's sneaky good on defense. He is. And if that shows up, I but, think that But that's, as an off-ball off guy, right? Oh, like, you still need your stoppers. Mm -hmm. I mean, Clay has been amazing this year. Amazing. But, like, after—people don't remember with, with him, like, an ACL is tough to come back from, and it takes— two years usually and he's done it in like a year year and a half which is so damn impressive but you can tell he's a half step slower on defense For sure. and that's okay yeah. like he's he, i mean he just hit 300 no threes he yeah. just he had more three pointers than he, he's ever had so what he's done this year has been tremendous and hopefully that carries the warriors over but you know i, I think that where they fall short might be a little bit on the defensive side well hopefully we'll they see. don't fall short we'll see prayers <laughs>
So uh, it's great that we were talking about like a semi-hot take because this is what my favorite segment is. So Kelly Bray Jr., right? Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful man. So so this segment, um, you know, Stephen A. Smith has some pretty hot takes, right? Okay. But his takes aren't hotter than Kelly Oubre Jr. necessarily. But you know whose takes are hotter than Kelly Oubre Jr.? Who? Yours and mine in one second, okay? <laughs> okay? So really hot. Like, think about those green eyes. Like, think about when he just, like, goes up for the poster and he just comes down and he, like— You've thought about this a lot. Oh I, oh, I think about this every day, every night. It, they have to be hot. Like, tattoos, the whole thing. Tsunami poppy type takes. Wow. So we're going to get into it. Okay. Okay, ready? Yep. Got to be hot. You promise? Sure. I'll do my best. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> okay. On a scale of 1 through 10, how good are you at 2K? Uh, 9. Really? Do you think others would agree with that or that's that's your personal? Um, I think that like people want to think that I'm worse. And I probably, I'm not as good as I used to be. Like I don't have as much time to play. But I just went on this tour around the NBA, I played 20 NBA guys around the country and really good players. I'm sure we're going to talk about some of the best ones. And I went 19 and one. Wow. And and then we just had this thing at Tissot. I did like a marketing thing where we had like fans come from, at All-Star actually. Mm-hmm. And everybody was expecting to like just run over me. And I went, I went eight and oh. So like, I still know what I'm doing. Obviously, like I, I don't have as much time to play. And our game is just so amazing because it's it's so large, right? Like, there's so many ways to play. You know, you can play in the park, which is different. You can play my team, which is different. You can play a quick game, which is different. So, like, to, to be really good at the game, you have to be really good at all of those. And I, I just, I don't know that many people that are better than me. On to that, which NBA player is the best? Well, I always said Paul George, and then I smoked him by twenty points a couple weeks ago. So I'm not, I'm not sure anymore. Okay, I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) Probably, probably him. Um, He is. He is really good. Um, I, I know he plays the city all the time. You know, the funny thing is, we can look up all the players of, you know, like all their hours, right? So, like, Uh I get a lot more information than than most people. He plays a lot. Uh, DeAndre Aiden plays a lot. Jamal Murray plays a lot. yeah, it's it's. I mean, like we're talking about some of the best players on each of these teams. Kevin Durant plays a lot, so but yeah, I, like I, I would hold, I would hold out PG. Oh, for sure. You know, like I actually think it works both ways, right? Like they have an advantage because that playbook gets beat into their brains at practice, like over and over every single day, and like our game is so authentic that that's what they kind of are ingrained to see. So I think it helps them. Like they see off ball movement, they see like kind of sets and stuff like that. They, they they know what play is coming before because our AI is so good that I think it definitely helps them. Uh, and then it obviously inspires them to, you know, take that to the core. It's it's kind of like a symbiotic relationship. You should get a ring for that. Because like if they, if they're, you know, simming the finals. I've got a playing, ring. I've got a ring. Really? I've actually got a Warriors ring. Lucky you. Yeah. How much, how much for it? Right I don't, I don't pay for it. No. Can I pay for oh. it? Oh. <laughs> it was the first one actually. Wow. The first championship. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. That was very cool. It was very nice of them to give me one. Yeah. What, okay, what's like your favorite out of the last four years of the Warriors rings? You know, like all of them have like new things on them. Like some mm-hmm. of them have like the different diamonds. Do you have a favorite or the one that you have you'd have to stay I'd have to, I'm not saying it because it's the one that I had. I think it just meant so much to that town, right? Like you're never gonna, they, they were so bad for so long and they hadn't won in 40 years and uh, that first one was special. I was on, you know, like part of the parade, like that, that whole ride was so much fun, you know, having just worked with Steph on our cover a couple of years before mm-hmm. that, like 
uh, or, or right around that time, actually, we were working with Steph as our cover. So like all of that, just kind of like working together in my city, like w- was really cool. Okay. Who is the best shoe game? But also which NBA player has the best shoe? Oh, wow. Fit, okay. and, fit and form. All of it. Um, The best shoe game. I mean, Chris Paul's got a legacy there and people don't even know like he's got grills that you would not believe so he's up there in terms of shoe game best signature shoe and it depends on what you mean like if you're playing if to play basketball i would say toss up between kobe and pg but the best looking shoe i mean there's different silhouettes i think the new lebron 20 is actually pretty sick yeah um after a couple years where i was like yeah i don't really get the direction that they're going the, the lebron 20 is really dope what would you rate your shoe game, one through ten? Well, I used to have seven hundred pairs of shoes, and oh I have God. I have a bunch of grills. I also have ones that were like samples, like that um, were made for me for some a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I I I'd probably rank up there. There was a I just saw this video on TikTok where it's this kid and he's in ninth grade, mm-hmm. also fifteen, and he's the biggest shoe size like ever mm-hmm. it's bigger than Shaq's and everything and the under armor yes yeah, and yeah. under armor like made him his own shoe i thought that that was so cool no super dope and it was so cool of Shaq to send him those shoes oh yeah that speaks, was awesome. speaks to how awesome what size he are is. you i'm a 15 okay that's like yeah i feel like that's i wonder what the median nba size shoe is i feel like maybe 15 right around like, there probably probably something like that yeah who do you think is the funniest nba player probably car anthony towns Really, I feel like I it's see people, people don't say people don't know him. Who? Ant Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards. Yeah, you don't know this. I don't know. He was that funny. Well, oh I mean, God. like, look, I've I've obviously have spent time. Maybe Anthony hasn't opened up to me as much, but like, Cat, like, you get to know him. He is really hilarious. Yeah, super funny. Interesting. You learn something new every day. Yeah. I love that. Now I'm like going to look at Cat in a whole different light. Totally. Is there a certain NBA player that you really feel a close bond with? You guys are just besties. Uh, him for sure. He was one of my groomsmen for my wedding. Um, so the, uh, him definitely. There were three other NBA players that were at my wedding or were invited to my wedding. KD, Paul George, and Harrison Barnes. And and then Kat. So those are the four. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is going to get really, this is this could get hotter than Kelly. This could get hotter than Kelly. What rating in 2K would you give my podcasting, podcasting skills? Uh... I'd say potential rating is like you have 98 probably. Aww. Potential. Okay. That's I think, fine. I think right now you're like a, a solid 87. Okay. I'm fine with that because like Mikhail, I'll probably get traded to the Nets and then I'll just be like <laughs> You'll 98, be the star. You know? Got it. So now for this last segment, we go Muggsy or Manute. Muggsy Bogues, really short. Manute Bull, really tall. We're teammates at one point. So it's just like a this or that type action. But we got to go it. fast. Got it. Got it. Being a lawyer or being a video game icon? <laughs> Uh, let's just say like a little bit video game icon. Just a tad bit. Just okay, tad. that's fine. Playing video games or going to a game? Oh, wow. These days probably playing video <laughs> games. I mean, it's so hard for me to go to basketball games now. Like, it's just, it's insane. It's really difficult. Because your mind's just running. No, well, yeah, but also like, I, I love seeing the fans, but it gets a little like overwhelming at games sometimes. I so. get that. Yeah. Dunks or three-pointers? Uh, I'm always dunks. Winning a Super Bowl or winning a Champions League final? Winning a Super Bowl, for sure. Yeah, but like the rest of the world would say Champions we, League final. We live in America. <laughs> well, I would say Champions League okay, final. Okay, so fair enough. I have a different diverse Got answer. Got it. Yeah. 
because I'm different like that, you know? Yeah. I'm going to be a 98. No. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram or TikTok? Um, probably TikTok. Love it. Me too. I knew you would say Everyone that. says Instagram. Well, yeah, I guess that's probably a given. Yeah. Probably has. I feel like that has me written all well, over. Well, I've had but... a lot of fun on TikTok because I like, like, have kind of gone back to what was so great about my social media at the beginning of my career, which was to self-deprecate or yeah. like deprecate others. Like not in a mean way, but like, like kind of clap. Yeah. TikTok allows me to do that a little bit more than. Let's run that up on TikTok. Let's definitely. <laughs> I love it. Watching a game in real life or at home? Uh, I mean, it's still amazing to watch a game in real life for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's some of those guys where I think it's so fun when you see these people and you're like, Wow, you don't realize how incredible they are until yeah. you see them in person. It's yeah, crazy. and then it's like the sometimes the size and the speed of the game. Yeah. The speed especially, it's just like, this is an, another level. Yeah. Kawadami is one of those people where, of course, we know how amazing he is. But there's something that when you're sitting in crypto, it's about to say Staples, crypto, when guys just sort of bounce off of him and you don't really see that on the TV yeah. and yeah. in person, it's 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 crazy yeah. to be able to see that. For sure. Zion or Jaw? Now or eventually but you probably mean eventually Man, yeah that, eventually that one's so close i mean it's sad I, to see he's not I'm even really, playing in the first round I, I i'm really close with zion so i'll take zion okay new york or la for what basketball or for life just life. living out Ooh, in the town new york really i know <laughs> you live here I, I know. i'm confused by that I, I know. it's okay it's just there's something about new york i, I don't know that's what true it is. It is every time i go out there i'm like wow i would never live there I don't think. So then LA. It's just too much. If yeah, I asked you like, where would you rather live, where would yeah, you rather... Where, where I'd rather yeah. live is LA, but where I'd rather go for a week, New York. Yeah. But that's also probably because the grass is greener, right? Like if you live here... It's yeah, like, that's what I always... I yeah. feel that way too. Ronaldo or Messi? Uh, wow, you can't go wrong with either of those guys. True. Um, Two goats. Probably just Messi because of the, the recency. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Final question. Me or Doris Burke? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we know his answer. Me? Yes, sure. Bye. We'll go with that. Great. Thanks for listening. To check out all the fun Ronnie and I had after the show, make sure to follow me on TikTok and Instagram, at Sloan Notes. Plus, you can see the full show and catch clips on YouTube. Links are in the show notes, and don't forget, it's Sloan with an E. You can listen to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast, and make sure to leave us a review. Links are in the show notes, and don't forget, Sloan has an E. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.